Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. Where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Now, let's join Billy Epperhart. And then number eight is use a professional. This is something I learned the hard way. Now, I have some friends who own quite a few properties, and they actually do, they, they actually know the judges, they know the courts, and they do evictions and collections themselves. But I, I don't do that. I hire property managers, and I either have property managers or attorneys, depending on what it is, to do this. But I like using a professional for evictions and collections. Now listen, if you go back to number two here and you screen the tenants the way they should be screened, you're not going to run into either one of these very often, just so we're clear. And so if you do it right, it's not going to be that big a deal. But one of the things that I want to tell you is that you've got to make sure you have some kind of professional network, either the property manager is good at it or some legal professional that's good at it and use them for evictions and collections. In fact, I'll give you a nugget here. I'm not going to charge anything for it, but if you're operating in different parts of the country or if you're operating where you live, make sure you use people that know the judges and know the people that are going to be making decisions and know how they lean toward. Don't go in there blind, flying blind, and you don't know what's going to go on. So believe me, that's better advice if you're going to be a serious real estate investor than you may know. Make sure you know who the judges are and the way they historically rule on certain items. And uh, so as we're talking about using a, a professional for uh, evictions and collections, then I just put... Uh, some of the potential risk I wanted you to see here in the property management, of course, a potential risk is vacancies. Once again, that's why vacancy means somebody moves out, like the guy I told you that was a bail bondsman. They weren't collecting rent. And remember that you're trying to manage vacancies to about 5% uh, vacancy. Now, I know for some people that's really lean, but that's where you want to be. Really, you want to be at 0%. Uh, uh, percent. Also, what I call unexpected repairs. Those are repairs that are usually caused by the tenant. We refer to that, but they're not necessarily what we call wear and tear repairs because you're going to have wear and tear on property. And I haven't talked about how to, how to uh, bulletproof property, but the lower on the economic scale you go, the more you want to bulletproof. That means now, in this day and age, you can go and you can buy the, the plank flooring that you can put in that doesn't scratch, doesn't tear. I mean, you can spill water on it. I mean, nothing will hurt it. It's basically indestructible. I always put that in my open areas, and then I put certain kinds of carpet. I mean, basically, I'm standing right now here in the lodge on kind of a medium brown medium beige kind of carpet you can see it kind of right under the screen that's a good color to hide things in other words it doesn't show up bad and so make sure you know how right here i'm not teaching it on this part but make sure you understand how to bulletproof properties that's critical that you know how to do that and start looking for materials let me say something else worth the price of the ticket one of the things that i would do we're talking about property management 
I went to Lowe's and Home Depot and I found certain specific paints with certain specific codes. And then when any painter would come in to actually uh, fix the house or paint the house for a new tenant, number one, it always matched. And so one of the things you can do, and always remember this, is that in a house that you're renting, it's usually the middle of the walls that get dirty or the middle of the walls that get scratched that need to be painted. So what I would do is pick out that specific code paint, and usually the top never got touched. It really didn't need to be profaned, meaning the top third of the wall. And then the bottom, the, like the bottom 10 or 12 inches never needed to be. Sometimes it did, but a lot of times it didn't where it was behind furniture or something. So what you do is you make sure you get the exact same code number of paint so they can just go through quickly and paint the middle of the wall. And it mat when it dries, it matches. And so if you do that properly, you can do that all over the country with national chains like Home Depot and Lowe's and still get the same kind of paint. So that's important for property management is bulletproof your properties. We're talking about systems. Make sure you use specific coated paints so you're using the same kind of paint in all of your properties. That's good. And then 5% is your target for these unexpected repairs. So you got 10%, see, coming out of your rents there. And if you can manage it to 10%, believe me, you're in really good shape. And so then number nine, use a property management firm. And I always say this, try to learn on your first four or five properties, but then remember what I've been saying all weekend, use a management firm, find somebody that actually owns the management firm, property management firm that actually owns their own rental properties, investor properties. Those are the folks that, that you want. And, and so you use a property management firm. And I don't know, so your unpaid rent is about 0% is where you want to be on unpaid rent. And then uh, you want to prevent yourself uh, from being sued. I talked about the liability umbrella, also good contracts. So let me just say this right here, and I know I may be talking a little above you. Let me say this. There's really kind of two areas of law when we talk about two areas. Remember, in every state, there's what we would call the entity law, the corporate law of how a particular entity is formed and the guidelines that it's using. Then there's what we call contract law. In both cases, corporate law and contract law, those are corporation where you're forming the corporation, both of those areas are primarily governed by state law. Okay, I'll say it again. So a lot of times where you get in trouble is with your contract law. But if you're, meaning the contracts that you're developing, your lease contract, uh, what we talk about, you know, the condition of the property that's going to be a part of your contract before you go in. Several other things that are a part of that. Well, if, if you get sued, most of the time it'll be, uh, meaning the smaller suits will be over, over contract. But then you want that corporate protection that we talked about with, you know, with the trust or the family limited partnership, LLCs, and then, of course, on the bottom, uh, the land trust. So you, you just need to be aware when we're talking about property management that you are protected in ways. And here's where it is, LLCs and the umbrella policy. Most of the time with a management company, you're going to pay about 8 to 10 percent. 
and make sure that the management company is, knows and understands the local courts and laws and court systems, which is what I just got ready to, or just got finished telling you. So today, we've, we've been talking about here these kind of standards that we would talk about for property management. The last one, because we're talking about 10 standards, is learn to rent to own. Now, Dan Dyer has done a great teaching, uh, and he does a great teaching on what we call selling on contract. Now, the reason that I put this in the property management uh, portion of this particular workshop is because the selling on contract, and you can see it here on the slide, is a great way for your property to be managed. And why is that so? Because you don't have to manage it, but you do have to check on it. What that means is this. If I actually sell on contract or I do a true lease option, here I call it lease purchase, what will happen is I can make all repairs, all maintenance, the responsibility of that person either lease optioning or that person that I've sold on contract. So one way to get completely out of property management is to sell on contract. And one thing Dan has learned, I've been with him to see his properties. One, He's been with me to see some of my properties, especially the luxury properties. But one of the things that I'll say, I'll say to you on this is when you sell on contract, you still have to check on the house. So in other words, you still got to drive by and see if it's being taken care of and that kind of thing. You don't really have the legal right unless you put it in the proper contract to go inside and look if you've really sold on contract, but you at least can drive by, and so it's important that you have that. So listen, I hope this workshop has really been helpful to you. Here we're just talking about the standards for property management, and uh, you know it's our prayer that you be blessed, that you know how to prosper in this. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. The Wealth Builders podcast is produced by Celine Williams with music by Audio Jungle and narration by Greg Hunter. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.